Welcome back to another episode of the Ambitious Journey Podcast. I'm Drake. And I am Daharan. Welcome back to another episode, guys. Hope everyone enjoyed their Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, spent time with family. Hopefully had some good food. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're back at it. Back back to normal real fast, though. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I've been trying to, I guess, get back into a normal eating routine. But dude, I still feel like I'm so full from Thanksgiving, though. Like... And I've also been eating all the leftovers. Like, so uh, I think we finally just finished the chicken and dressing. But Taylor kind of made like like another one uh, just because we wanted some like we saw ourselves running out. So she made like another like half one last night that we ate on. So uh, but I just still been eating so much food, though. bro. So uh, I think I've probably put on another six or seven pounds. <laughs> That, that food come on Thanksgiving is real. I tell you that. Oh, bro. Um, dude, okay. I didn't get to sleep that much on Thanksgiving though. Like, oh, I, I thought I was going to. Like, in my head, I had it planned out. A couple, like I said, like a couple of people come by, stop by, you know. And uh, man, no, it did not go that way. <laughs> we uh, we started cooking and stuff, getting everything set up. It was cool. Like, we we woke up at like eight o'clock. Uh, 8.30, started from there, had everything done by 12. But, uh, and then, like, after that, that's whenever I, like, started coming, like, waves to come hang out and stuff. And before you know it, it was, like, 11 o'clock, and I just hadn't, like, you know, fallen asleep or anything. So, dude, that night, though, I just, like, I just crashed. And then I woke up Friday, I think, at, like, 10 o'clock. And I was just, like, Ugh. I'm a new man. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I tell you right now, I ate that. I ate the first time, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do this again." Like, this is it. Oh, you didn't eat anymore. You just ate one plate. Oh, well, not one plate, but it was <laughs> just all at one time. Yeah, and then you're like, "No, I'm done." Yeah. Um, n- now I am kind of a little bit. I'm a little tired of like, like the main courses. Just basically, the chicken and dressing. That's really what I'm tired of. Uh, <laughs> after eating that again last night, it just it was wasn't the same. But uh. No, I, I didn't eat any more green bean casserole, but you, I, I tore up some desserts too, though. So like, and I've just kind of been going back to them too. Um, but today I had to kind of switch it up a little bit. I got a, uh, a Philly cheese steak over there from Penn Station. And so then after I ate it, bro, tell me why I went to the store to go get more stuff to make Philly cheese steaks. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, hey, I don't really want to pay $12 for another Philly cheese steak. Wow. I could just buy the meat and stuff, you know, like, get the cheese blah blah blah, and i whipped them up here at the house and oh man so now i've eaten like three philly cheesesteaks today so i'm just like forget a diet forget any type of plan like that we're just gorging ourselves <laughs> i did the same thing uh last weekend i went to five guys and then i was like you know what i don't want to pay 12 dollars for a burger anymore so i went to, <laughs> i went to the yeah. and i made burgers for the week and mm-hmm. i literally had a burger for like five days straight because i was like thanks Dude, all right. So, so you get on kicks like that too, a food where you just like, you're like, no, this is what I want, like mm-hmm. every day. But I don't want to pay like going out to eat prices for it, so I just go. To the store. You just start making it, yeah. I, I got a grill. For, I got a grill for a reason, you know. Like, ding, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, dude. I there's like the I have um, foods that I go through those kicks with, like the same type of kick. So like burgers are one, uh, hot dogs. Or one, and uh, you don't like hot dogs, bro. 
so you mentioned the videos last time I've seen like how stuff was made and all those kind of things. Hot dogs was one of those that, that lost me. I used to love hot dogs, but yeah, no, I can see that. I can see that. It is kind of sick, but at the same time, man, I don't know. You cannot be summertime. You get you a nice grilled hot dog with the, with mustard, but I don't know you. And dare you put some uh, sauteed onions on there. <laughs> oh man. It, you got yourself a, uh, I almost had a burger, a good old hot dog. Right Dude, there. I, used to, I used to be a big chili dog guy. I like, I like chili on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you just gotta be careful with that though. You drink a beer and some chili and Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you could have a long, long afternoon. Um, but yeah, I, I think so like hot dogs, burgers, and, uh, I guess like, um, like, uh, like a sandwich, like a hot sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, like a, like a hot turkey sandwich or like, a Philly cheesesteak. Like I just go through like kicks of those over and over. So that's kind of crazy good you say stuff. that too. All good stuff. I do the same thing, but man, yeah. I, know, I know we we had a big weekend coming up and you know, I, I know uh-huh. Saturday night was uh, a little interesting. Not how we expected it to go down. I'll tell you that. Oh no, dude. Um, I, uh, I was beyond surprised and I'm also glad I didn't do any betting either because I was close. I thought about it. <laughs> And I had so much fit. skipping the first two fights, just going right to the Nate Robinson. Uh, what was that Jake Paul? I always yeah. get them mixed up, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that. Oh my gosh, I, you would have lost money on that had you bet that dude. Like I think uh, what was it? Nate Robinson was favored. Like what they showed on the stream, he was favored to uh, for like a, a knockout victory. It was like negative one thirty three. Uh, and I think uh, Jake Paul was plus two twenty four, something like that. So you got it backwards. It was, it was reversed. Jake Paul was the okay. huge favorite because I mean he had he no no had, no not not for the fight, just for like it has to like certain categories. Yeah, so the knockout like KO DQ or like TKO the category one yeah. seven was Jake, minus one seventy seven was Jake Paul, and then okay okay plus two fifty because I did throw ten bucks on plus two fifty for an win by knockout, and I was like, well, there goes ten bucks. So. Wait for for who, who to win for, uh, for Nate Robinson to get a knockout. That uh, okay, come anywhere close to possible, but yeah. Because what 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 round was that? Was that like the fourth, second round? It was what I think it was for. So uh, first round, first round, he already got knocked down, and I was like, oh yeah, this, uh-huh. this is over. And then second round, he caught him with that right hand, and he he went to sleep. Real oh fast. yeah, bro, and like that's what surprised me was because. Dude, he, uh, Jake Paul looked like he was really, like, trying to, like, fight. Like, he, you could tell he really been doing some training. Whereas I feel like Nate Robinson, everybody, you know, he's a great athlete. And I think he relied on that. But he was, like, like coming in, like, trying to do that clinch thing, like, over and over and over. And, dude, Jake Paul was really, like, trying to push him off. Like, no, 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 come on. We're, like, hands. Yeah. And that, dude, that was surprising me, bro. And then when he caught him with that, right? And, like, it wasn't even, like, like a half or, like, he just kind of, like, dazed him, you know, he stayed on the ground. No, he genuinely put him to sleep, bro. Yeah. Like, his, like he had no control falling to the ground. Yeah. That just – and then he just laid there, lifeless. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter has been tearing him up. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, I saw that one where it was, like, um, uh, something – ah. Like, they had, like, just Nate Robinson's feet laying there. And then it was, like, uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, it, it said, like, just just dribble the ball. 
And then like at the bottom, it said the Nate Robinson story. And I was just how they had his feet like laying there like that. <laughs> oh. I saw, I saw he made a, a Mount Rush. Somebody made a Mount Rushmore of dead legs and he was the first one. On. <laughs> Dude, he, I know today he had to feel awful. Like it's not that bad that like if he would have just lost or if he would have just lost to somebody else. But it's the fact that he lost to like to Jake Paul, a YouTuber. He got beat like, up by a YouTuber. Yeah, like nobody expects like a YouTuber to just be out here like throwing hands. Like it just, you just don't think of that. Yeah. And it's like you're Nate Robinson. Like I would imagine he's could could be in the conversation of you know like when one of the greats and all star basketball player, mm-hmm. maybe not a Hall of Famer, but you know like yeah. still. A, Great basketball player. A guy almost got a contract in the NFL at, what, 33, yeah. 34? Like, you're like, damn, okay, like, everything favored him. And he just got dropped. Fast. Yeah. Like, like I, I just don't think – I don't think he was – I don't know what type of sparring sessions he did or if he did any oh, he, did, he did ER boxing. That's what he did. He was hopping on Is a that video. what he did? No, is he like he like trained on like a virtual reality machine for the, what he put out there? Like he didn't really box. There ain't no way. Really? He I'm I'm kidding. There's no. Oh. <laughs> Dude, don't do that. You gotta, you gotta make a distinction in the voice, bro. Uh. No, there's no way he trained. There's no way he ever. Yeah, because like he's never been hit in the face before. There's no way. Yeah, well, I because I uh, I tried to look up like some training videos uh, because so I went to Taylor's family's house to watch it, mm-hmm. and me and her. Her little cousin were like there, you know, kind of like just saying stuff. And he was all about Jake Paul, bro. But he likes YouTube and stuff. You know, he's all into that. And um, I'm all Nate Robinson. I'm like, you know who Nate Robinson is? Do you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm all hyped up. Keep in mind, this kid's like 14, 15. So I just look like just the old dude. Like, no, man, let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, so I'm over here. Alive for any of those uh, dunk contest champions. Yeah. I don't. What? Well, yeah, I don't even think he. What? He had to be like seven. Maybe. Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah, like he. He don't. So he doesn't really know. Like he. He was like, yeah, I know who he is. But he was. He's like, but this is Jake Paul. And I'm like, why are you saying that like that? Yeah. <laughs> and then freaking you. Now I see why he said it like that. But uh, I looked up some of uh, Nate Robinson's videos. All of them were just like him, like doing like punching bag and like heavy bag. Or like having like you know like a coach train and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but Jake Paul was really no in in the ring fighting people, mm-hmm. and I was but I was still like I was like look he's so much faster look at this blah 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 he I don't whatever I saw in training he did not do in that ring at all. Well, again, he I don't think he'd ever been hit. I don't think he yeah. he must not have sparred or anything because like yeah I, I've saw videos of Jake Paul like sparring with people and knocking them out during sparring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, was like, Dude, I think what was he knocked yeah. out like three of his spar- sparring partners. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was hype. I'm not even lying. Yeah, I also thought of you know like this is cap. Like this is like mm-hmm. this, uh, this is a promo video. We get it. Exactly. Like you're wrong. No, no, no. It it turned out to be very real. Uh, and what's weird to me too is how how he wants to fight his brother. Like that I don't that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I think I think that's just oh. I think that's a cash grab. Yeah, but like, it, okay, this is just me thinking. I I don't know. But me, like, if I was their parent, I would want to see my two sons fighting, like on national television. 
I, I mean, I wouldn't, but I mean, they're getting, they're making more than their parents ever thought about making. So it's like, right, right, right. But it's just like something about, I'm like, ah, cause let's say it goes too far. And like, like you, you end up hurting your own brother, like for real, for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how many times, who's that guy, uh, that, that boxer, bro, he, he just got hit in the back of the head twice. And, uh, you know, they, they're also saying that Nate Robinson got hit in the back of the head last night. Mm-hmm. That they're saying that was what led up to everything else. I still think that right hand was just hella mean and it really slept him. But they're saying that he was dazed from that. Hit. So that happened in the first round. Uh, right. and claims he got hit and that's how he fell the first time. Yeah. But, um, but going back to that, to that guy, though. Uh, are you talking about yeah, Deontay the, Wilder? Huh? Are talking about Wilder? Deontay Wilder? No, the, no, 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 no. This is a, this is a, a Hispanic guy. Uh, this happened some years ago. So he got hit in the back of the head twice during the fight. And, um, you know, people were, like, complaining about it. There's, and during the fight, like, the referee talked to the other fighter. But um, n- not enough. But now that dude's paralyzed, bro, in a chair. Dang. And he has, like, a, like, he has, like a, a mental condition because his brain swelled so bad. And there was so much bleeding of the brain and stuff. So, and they show, like, his progression pictures, like, over the months. So, like, that night, obviously, he continued the fight, fought out. Then he just had a terrible headache. Then the next day, slowly, bro, his brain started to swell. Dude, now he, like, he has no function of, like, his body. Um, like, he, his face even has transformed, bro. Like, to where he can't really, like, close his mouth that well. So, I'm just thinking that, like, and this is just, a, this was, was a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. So, now, but imagine two brothers fighting. Like, you don't want to do that to your brother, bro. Like, and you, but sometimes you can't really like, you know, control where those punches are going. Especially when people are ducking and all those. Exactly. Exactly. So now imagine you got to like, look at, look at your brother every like Thanksgiving or Christmas. And and I did that. Yeah. Like, dang, bro, I did that to you. So I don't know. I I just wouldn't want to see it. No, but he did call. So uh, when that fight did start, he did, when they they were doing touch gloves and the the ref was giving him, you know, I gave instructions in the back, want a clean fight, whatever. Mm -hmm. Jake Paul goes, it's judgment day. Did he and really say that? He did. And Snoop was like, oh, he bought this. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's such a hard line. And then and then knock him out like that? Like, yeah. Oh, that, look, man, I don't know what that man's been through in his life. I really don't. <laughs> but uh, I did not expect that from him. That's also such a hard line to say to somebody. Bro, like, just imagine... Oh my gosh! I'm just imagining that on like a promo video, with like the Undertaker's uh, like things theme in the back. That don't. Oh my gosh! And he says that. Yeah. Yo, that's hard. <laughs> oh, that yeah. would get me amped up. Oh man. But then after the fight, he called. He said he wants to fight Conor McGregor. Yeah, I saw that. No, I think he's tripping, bro. I think okay, but his brother has already called out Floyd. So they're both just they're both just trying to cash grab here. Yes, bro. That's exactly what that is. Let's be real. Hey, it's, ride the wave. Ride the wave while you can. Make your millions. But here's the thing. No, I mean, how many people were actually I mean, you think people would watch that? I think the McGregor one they would. You don't think people would watch the Floyd one? I just I feel like that's more <laughs> So, so if you think about it, Floyd and McGregor, that boxing match was a reach for 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 McGregor. But I think yeah, but 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 people wanted to see it though. They were they were excited oh, yeah. about it. Oh yeah, because of who it is. But I mean, I think 
I'm on both sides. I think Floyd and McGregor, I think because of who, who it was, but I think this is a better chance for McGregor to like prove boxing like wise, if he can do anything. Cause I don't know. I don't, McGregor, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know who wins that. If I straight up boxing match to be real. Dude, McGregor start, started off as a boxer. He grew up boxing. Yeah. That doesn't I, just go away. Like, that doesn't just disappear from you. He's known as one of the greatest strikers in MMA ever. Yes, but he doesn't have that ability to take you down like that. You don't have to worry about that. Yes, but all right, look at him in the Floyd fight, bro. He looked all right. No, he did. Like, I, I, think, I, mean, I think at the end of the day, he, he more than likely wins that fight. I, I, th- I think easily. Because, look, all right, that Floyd fight, you got to think. We're talking about he was fighting Floyd who is the greatest defensive boxer ever. Ever. You know what I mean? And Yeah. Yeah. And he landed punches and looked all right. Like, I mean, but we knew he wasn't going to win against Floyd. I mean, Floyd's fought way better people than him and made them look that exact same way. Yeah. So, you know, it's like he for him to be like, all right, now you take Jake Paul. Come on, bro. That dude just if you were like just looking at that fight, I don't know boxing like that, but just looking at that, he wasn't moving like doing a whole lot of moving. So if he's a standing target for Connor, think about it. Connor has been so worried about like different parts coming at him. If he just knows, hey, it's just this dude's hands coming to me and he's not moving, I feel like he zeroes in on that, bro. Yeah. I I, I think we're gonna see this fight. I think we do for real. You think we will? I think we will. I think I think the money grab will be it obviously won't be as much as a Floyd fight. Yeah. Obviously that's ridiculous. But mm-hmm. I think I think we see it probably sometime late spring, early summer. Well, remember he just accepted that fight in January. Yeah. So I think I think so, I think early summer. Yeah. If if the if the money if he wins that fight, yes. Cause I th- I think if he loses that fight uh in January. I don't think he's going to be like, let me go over here. I think he's going to be pissed off and be like, hold on, whoa, I got to do something else in the MMA because they, they think it's sweet. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I I think definitely um, – I, I think they could do it for the money, but I, I don't think talent-wise, though, I don't even think it's going to be close. No, I I, um, I don't know. I, I don't, Obviously, we didn't really see Jake Paul take any punches, so I don't know what that yeah. chance is like, you know? What, what's that uh, Right. And also, well, they mentioned uh, KSI, and KSI fought his brother. Yeah, but and I think Jake takes care of KSI. You think, bro? I mean, that, that, that was a decent fight. It was. It was. But I think, I think Jake's better than Logan is. Okay. But, okay. I, I, don't, know, I don't know much about, like, them boxing-wise to really know. Um, but, I, like, I just remember seeing that fight, though. And it was all right. I think that, what, that came out to be a draw, right? KSI and uh, Jake Paul. Or Logan Paul? Yeah. So I mean, so, and and Logan's pushing for this Floyd thing. I don't I don't see that one necessarily happening because it's Floyd. No, what would like? What does Floyd benefit from that? Uh, yeah. What fifty million? He'll be like, woohoo! Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like he doesn't even like if it's not if it's not a hundred million and that's probably yeah. like he probably doesn't even blink at that hundred million at this point. No. Well, remember he he said that's he has he said that before like he has to make at least. 100 million before he talks about a fight bro the guys made out of boxing alone 800 million dollars yeah that's insane yeah but i mean like, when you're the greatest of your generation to do it 
Yeah, I mean, like it's just so I can definitely see why you know he, yeah, Floyd wouldn't even, and it's not like he's hurting for money and he doesn't really need it. I guess it could kind of make him more popular with some like the younger kids, maybe. So he might do it, I guess, for that reason. So like his name lives on. But outside of that, though, I mean, that's just a sweep and taking money. But <laughs> like, um, it's like taking candy from a kid at that point. Like that's yeah, that one's close. Uh, but okay, talking about uh, another one of those fights though. So, uh, did you watch the fight? It was, I think it was right before, right before the Floyd fight. Yes. I mean, not Floyd, uh, before the Nate Robinson fight. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the army vet guy, dude, I kind of felt bad in that fight cause he lost. Yeah. He got worked. Yeah. And like, dude, he, he was looking bad, but they gave like, you know, like the whole long story and stuff. And, like, what was it like? He served in, like, in Iraq. And then uh, I believe, like, he got blown up by, like, an IED or his unit or something like that. And I was like, dang. And I, I kind of wanted to go for the guy because you know, I was like, okay, you know, that's a great story. Uh, but then when he came out there, I was like, all right, now I kind of just want the other dude to stop. <laughs> like, 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 just stop hitting him, bro. Okay, like, we get it. All right, all right. This, it was so one-sided. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I didn't really get it's tough to take all those punches and not be bro, down. Bro, Yeah. I thought for sure he was about to knock him out, bro. Yeah. Like, for sure. But he wow. kept fighting, bro. That should have uh, been called. The ref should have called that one. I, see, I, I almost thought something like that, too. Um, but I think he was trying to give him an opportunity, at least, like, to defend himself. I, not really even, like, to – there was no coming back because that other dude was just way too sharp. But at least, like, you know, to, like, keep it kind of close. But it was, like – as those rounds kept going, even though they were short, like, dude, imagine if that would have been 12 rounds. Oh, my God. Like, the separation, in the, he would have knocked him out. He would have. He had, like, yeah. No way he could have taken that for another four rounds. No, bro. That would have been insane. So, uh, no, I, I really felt bad during that fight because I was like, I, I just really want this guy, like, to do well. Yeah. Uh, but did you watch that first fight at all? Because I didn't see that one at all. No, I, uh, okay. I I saw that the event was starting. I turned it on. That fight was on. I said, all right, I'll come back later. So, all right. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of people missed that one. Like, I saw, like, little glimpses of it because we were trying to get, like, the, the stream set up. Like, at first, like, dude, oh, uh, freaking pay-per-view uh, on Xfinity went out. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. Man. So, okay, so Taylor's family bought the fight, uh, pre-ordered it. Okay, so they go to click it. And it says, hey, thanks, you know, for clicking on this channel, but you need to subscribe. Yeah, so so, no, so they were like, what are you talking about? Like, we already did this, blah, blah, blah. That she sees, like, the charge on uh, her aunt sees the charge and everything. She's like, we already bought this. But then she was like, okay, you know, whatever. That's stupid. I'll just buy it again. So she clicks on it again. Dude, so clicks it to buy, does the whole thing, and then it pops that up again. She was like, what is this talking about? Like I, I I've bought this fight twice now. Like this, like what what are you talking about? I subscribing to this like I bought it. So then she like gets on the phone like with Xfinity. Dude, this takes at least at least forty five minutes to an hour. Like not even joking. Like it was because we were doing it before you know the fights were coming on just to kind of have it up because yeah. we were always just sitting in there you know kind of just chilling and talking and stuff. But to go ahead and like have it on the TV. Um, 
And so, uh, so she's like, she's sitting there talking to him, like on the, well, she, so she called him on one phone and then she's trying to like, uh, get on the, you know, the online chat and stuff. Cause they were like for faster service, you know, like click on the chat to talk to a live agent, that whole thing. Yeah. And so, uh, so she does that. And then we're just sitting there, we're going through that. They hang up on her on the phone. So then she's like, well, it's all right. I still got, you know, like the, like the live chat. And she got on there and she was like, I think like 45 in line, 53 or something like that. But she got up there pretty quick. Uh, so then she starts talking to the guy and the guy was like, well, restart the thing and like start it back up and see. So that he, so she does that, goes on. And then all of a sudden, like they get disconnected. So she was like, well, he already kind of told me the steps, no big deal. But then it still doesn't work. So then she, call, yeah. So she calls back up there and then they t- do Xfinity had a, uh, an automated message now. They're like, if you're calling about the fight, uh, this is not an issue of us. It's an issue with pay-per-view. Somehow it all, they, their servers like crash or something, kind of like what Floyd had talked about before with his fight, mm-hmm. but something like that happened. So it crashed. Uh, they didn't get, I don't know. It was something stupid. But now they had this automated message just within this amount of time. Yeah, because they were like, I'm like, so tired of talking about this. Uh huh. Uh huh. And she was like, "Are you kidding me? I paid for this." Blah 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 blah. And so, uh, but they uh, they took away all the charges for anybody that did pay for the fight. So that was good. But I know they lost a lot of money on that end, though. So, because like that's sixty bucks a piece. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. So it's like pay per view still knocking, saying, "Hey, yo, where's our money?" Oh yeah, like oh, (laughs) like I I wonder who pays for that though, like. Do they have like something like in a clause? You think like in case servers go out, Xfinity is not yeah. held responsible for pay. You know, I don't know. I would try to cover myself because look, doesn't yeah. pay per view still have to pay out the participants mm-hmm. and all the sponsors and everything? So like, yeah. somebody, yeah, somebody somewhere lost some type of money because no. you because then they had to give all those refunds back to people. Yeah, bro, that's insane. Um, yeah, but then we ended up finding a uh, streaming, a uh, little app on their TV and then uh, they just paid for it through that. And that worked fine. But, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, Xfinity was just tripping yesterday. Terrible service. I do not like Xfinity no, at all. No, worse, bro. They're the worst. No. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. I could go on and on. I got stories about Xfinity, but we're just going <laughs> to, we're going to spare them here. No free ads here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, now, if they pay us, I love you guys. Hey, absolutely. best service ever. Yeah. And uh, night ended kind of weird, uh, kind of fishy in my in my eyes here, how it ended what? the draw. Um, I don't know if you saw the scorecards. Oh, yeah. So one judge had them tied. One judge mm-hmm. had had Mike Tyson by, like, nine points. And then the other judge had uh, Roy Jones Jr. by, like, four points. So it was just like, this was so fake. Like, those judges weren't even there. Like, there's no way they actually watched that. Well, uh, yes. One, oh, wait, who'd you, who'd you pick to, well, who do you have winning? Tyson. Easy. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, so, so, you know, they, so uh, did you look at, like, how they were scoring it at all and stuff like that? So I, I just I just kept watching the scores when they'd post them up post them up after every uh, every round. Okay. okay. And then, like I just knew like I was like wow this is gonna this is really gonna tie like this is this is fake. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we'll see. So 
they they got the judges from uh, the World Boxing Organization mm-hmm. uh, because the California um, Sporting Commissioner wouldn't sanction the fight. He said it was a non-sanctioned fight, uh, or was it? It was a non, I guess, uh, official fight. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't provide judges for it since it was an exhibition. And but they gave them jurisdiction to fight or whatever. However, they were that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but and so that's where everybody was saying like you know no it's a it's a unjudged fight it's un blah 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 but the the promoter for thriller the app uh or thriller mm-hmm. he was like uh he was like no he was like we do have judges and it will be scored uh he was like there will be a winner and he guaranteed it that Kavanaugh dude or whatever but it's like then it turns around and it comes out to a draw so basically what everybody said at the beginning of how there would be no winner and all that type of stuff, no knockouts. Did they, I think they said that there was a total of like six, uh, six above the shoulder, uh, like actual shots. Other than that, they were all within the stomach mm-hmm. and the body. So it's like, so yes, yeah, so it was just like spark. But the uh, but the promoter was like, he was like, no, he was like, I promise, like he's like there could be a knockout. Uh, he said they will be full on fighting, not a hard sparring session. Where the commissioner was literally like. No, this will be. Imagine you were just watching a very hard sparring session. Well, that's like, the thing. It's like somebody, somebody's not getting paid to do this, and then somebody that is getting paid to do this telling you the other thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's like, yeah, yeah who's talking? Yeah, and so, uh, not, and that's how you get that scoring right there, though. Yeah. Uh, he probably told them to like, hey, just make it one, but try to make it as realistic. There's no way, like you said, though, that you could have put. Roy Jones Jr. over Mike Tyson in any one of those rounds. Like, like not even one of them. No. So it's, I mean, and which is kind of scary too, because Mike Tyson looked so good in comparison to Roy Jones. Well, and dude, he only took body shots. Like if he would have, t- if he would have, if he would have taken a, if Roy Jones Jr. would have taken a two piece and a biscuit off the face, he'd have been. <laughs> Two pieces of a biscuit. No, honestly, though, if Tyson could have came with, you know, that that mean hook he had, because uh, one time I thought he made him a little weak when he hit him, uh, like, with that liver shot over there. Yeah. Like, he, he kind of backed up a little bit and, you know, shimmied off, and I was like, nah, look, bro, nah, that, that hurt. That that one hurt you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tyson, though, to think, at 54, and he hasn't fought in 15, almost 16 years, mm-hmm. still looks like – if you if you were slipping one night, he could get somebody that was really good, like that was hot right now. Like it wouldn't take him, much more. He'd give him the work too. Oh yeah, bro. Because what he trained for this for what like four months, five months, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, just imagine if he actually set up a fight, gave him a year out. <laughs> ah! Oh boy, that would be deadly. Tyson could come take the belt at this point, bro. I I mean. How he looked last night, he looked like he was still in not tip-top form, but in top form, though. And he um, didn't get pissed off. That's the other, that's the other thing. Like, you know what? like, he didn't get pissed off. Like, mm, pissed no. off by Tyson? It's oh, old. no. He's clearing that ring out. He's clearing everybody out of that ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, did you kind of see him at the end when he talked about uh, – he, he was kind of upset at the end? But like, when, they, when he was like, what about, what about, my, what about me? Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone was worried about how uh, Roy Jones Jr. was going to make it out of make it out of that alive, and he was like, "Man, I ain't done this in 15 years. What about exactly? Me? Yeah, yeah. 
that dude, he brought up a valid point. Because everybody's over here asking Roy Jones how he feels and this, that, and that, and where are you scared and this, that, blah, blah, blah. And Tyson's like, he just stopped fighting three years ago. Dude, what about me? I haven't fought in 15 years. I think think everyone knows, like, hey, you're Mike Tyson. Like, you literally – like, I get it. Roy Jones Jr. was a bad dude. But, Mm -hmm. like, you literally could, like, still go in here and take somebody's head off. Right. And uh, everybody was kind of saying that, like, on Twitter. They were like – uh, that just speaks to the respect and like uh, the respect to Tyson and how great of a boxer he was. Is that everybody's like, no man, I know you're fine. So this guy, <laughs> are you okay? You yeah. know, like after all these years as an old man, bro. Like I don't know if he has kids or not. Do you know Tyson? Uh, yeah, Mike Tyson does he? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some some little Tyson's running around somewhere. Maybe yeah, but like. He could, dude, he's, he's getting to like grandparents age, you know, like yeah. he could have grandkids right now. He's still out here. Like people are still scared to like even cross his do say the wrong thing to him. Like they're, they're like, okay, you good. I'm good. You good. Dude, so he's, he's just, there's uh, there's a video of, uh, of Ocho Cinco walking into like see Mike Tyson and like bleach. He's with bleacher report and like bleacher report has a cameraman. And, like, Tyson sees Ocho Cinco, daps him up, gives him a hug, sees the camera, and he's like, hey, yo, what are you doing with that? And then, like, Ocho Cinco had to, like, stop him and be like, hey, yo, he's with us. Because, like, Tyson's about to take out the cameraman. Just <laughs> See, dude, he's still on it, bro. Like, I don't know how – I mean, with a person that has that, like, so deeply in them, I don't know when it goes away. But, he, but, but Tyson's also, like, a, like, special type of psychopath. So it's like – Oh, yeah. High-functioning psychopath. Yeah, so it's like um, never going away with him. Dude, he, if he didn't have boxing, I'm not trying to speak negatively on him, but if he didn't have boxing, I for sure believe he would have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I think we would – the story would be way different because, dude, how his childhood sounds, it just sounds like he was angry all the time, and he had, he had no guidance and he had nothing to live for. He said that, like, on his podcast. He was like, he had nothing to live for. So he was just angry running around. That's all the telltale signs of, like, kill somebody. Like, that's to do that. You just, you know, like, cut him off in traffic, and he just – he's like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. you know, and comes after a person. No, I definitely, definitely agree. But it was definitely – I mean, when they asked Roy Jones Jr. about how he's like, did they hurt? He was like, yeah, they hurt. Like, what yeah. Like, what kind of question is this? Like, <laughs> yes, they look like how they looked on TV. Painful. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. then, and then Tyson was even like, but I respect that. Like, you took it. He was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And it, it was great to see, like, at the end, they both, like, they both still respected one another, too. Like, it wasn't like, a, let's go again right now, right now. You know, like, all that type of stuff. It was like, no, hey, hey that was actually kind of dope. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because Tyson was like, we got to do this again. And, and Roy Jones Jr. was like, us? Yeah. <laughs> Who's doing this again? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, uh, dude, also. uh did you see like how much the, the difference in the money was that they made? Mm, I didn't see. I didn't see what either of them made. So Tyson Tyson had ten mil, and then Roy Jones could make three, uh, but he had a guaranteed of one million. So <laughs> I, I, mean, Tyson, I was like, Tyson's okay, is also on it. He's doing this like legends only league or whatever he's trying to start. Who, then, is it Mike Tyson? Yeah. So this is yeah, like yeah, okay. this is like the beginning of that like legends only league. So. I, I think we're going to see these fights pretty – Who else you get in there? 
I don't know. I was it uh, Sugar Ray Leonard? He was one of the commentary people, and he was talking about right. how he wants to hop in there now. Isn't Sugar Ray like almost sixty? Probably, but I mean, these guys are almost sixty at this point. If you look, at I it. mean, yeah, but okay, Tyson's fifty-four. Uh, I can see. Hold on, let me look up how old Sugar Ray Leonard is. Yeah, because I mean, but I mean, I, I think I don't. I don't know. Obviously, all the names of who they're going to try to get in this, but I know this was kind of like the, if you will, kickoff for a better buddy. Sugar Ray Leonard is 64 yeah he might die in the ring he yeah he needs to chill out <laughs> yeah no this is there needs to be a cap on this you age 50 to 60 okay 64 relax bro yeah. like relax you missed out yeah you're not you're not taking those because imagine tyson in there against sugar ray leonard yeah no giving him that same body shot no, that's caving in his rib cage. Yeah, he's not. It, there is no more bounce back at sixty four. It bouncing right on into a coffin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. It's not. There is no about no recovery time. No speed up. No, buddy. That's it. You take too many chances right there. It's over. No facts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I, I thought it was kind of cool though. They it was like a good mix of like hip hop and boxing coming together on a big stage. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like I mean, even Snoop said it. Like hip hop and boxing have always been a thing, like the combination of the two. But this like allowed them mm -hmm. to be like on a big stage together. Well, hip hop and sports in general, yeah, like have always been hand in hand. But I mean, they had they had Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa. They had uh, um, YG and then uh, Saint John. Those four all, all performed in between fights, which I thought was was good entertainment to have. Yeah, in, I was going to ask you what you thought about. I thought St. John was trash, but... Wait, did you really? Live, I didn't think he was good. I didn't think he was good at all. And a lot of people on Twitter agree. Well, like, 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 what was it that you didn't like about it? I just don't think, like, he had a great live performance. I mean, the... I just kept... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, the audio is just was just not great. And I feel like he... With the music he makes, I feel like he is a... He's not a live guy. He's He's something you can just, you know, hit play. You can listen right. to it. It's good. it's good production, but I don't think it's it's good for live. Good for live. Um, so my thing was, I think they just made all the all the sets kind of corny. Mm -hmm. Like even YG, bro. YG has got to be one of the most naturally coolest dudes. Literally, like just swaggy as as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and no, even his, yeah, even his set just kind of just seemed kind of corny. Mm -hmm. So I don't. So I don't know if it was something about like how it was set up, or like that made everything seem a little bit. Eh, you know what I mean? But like people don't realize that like in music, the fans and like seeing a big crowd with an artist automatically tells tells you if you're going to accept that artist or not. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have, yeah they didn't have anybody around them. No like uh, studio volume. It was just yeah, them. Pyrotech. No pyrotechnics and none of that stuff. Like, yeah, it was just a screen in the back changing lights and scenes and then yeah. them being like their own hype mans too. Like, yeah, it was just kind of – it just made it kind of corny. Like, it could have been better. Yeah, it's definitely tough though with, you know, day and age. Right. Um, yeah, see, I get it. I didn't think St. John was that bad. Uh, and I think – because I was looking at it through that scope of like – I was like – I feel like if I'll give him some people down there with him or like some people in the background dancing behind him and doing stuff, I've, I feel this more. 
like I like I I like it more. Um, but I, I didn't think it was that bad though. So I'm surprised. Like when you said that, you're like, no, I didn't like it. Like that that surprised me though. And yeah. I I didn't even know that people were like were feeling that way. Was the like that SpongeBob video with the whole crowd? They're like, oh, this guy stinks. <laughs> Uh, and then what Snoop Snoop performed too mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was dope bro Snoop he did. smokes Snoop, Snoop was good oh he smokes so much weed bro literally like his, watching how much like he smokes makes me sleepy <laughs> like it's just like dude I don't even know how he functions like how he does bro he does a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. but like it seemed like he smokes at all those events mm-hmm. like I'm just like, I, I don't know how he does it, bro. I really don't. Um, but his, yeah, his was dope. I liked it. I, I think all the way around it was. And uh, if Tyson kind of gets something going like this, uh, I feel like he's, I don't know if he can leave it on like, uh, like streaming, at least to that magnitude. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was like, you're not going to get, you're not going to get 60 bucks a fight every time you do this. Yeah. And also, I don't think, like, you want us to get another app. Mm-hmm. People were kind of getting tired of, like, going to other apps. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, I mean, yeah, okay, cool. If you're, if you're going to have this all the time, but, like, the, the people the, like people would just say, well, why can't you just put it on Instagram? We watch Versus on Instagram. Mm-hmm. For free. Yeah. Like, why don't you just do that? Or, like, or even if it's paid, you can do, dude, YouTube Live has to where you can pay to watch a show. For 99 cent. Do you know how many people you can get to pay 99 cent to a watch a fight? I'm you can get to pay 69 or 59. Yeah, exactly. But I will doggone pay 99 cent in a heartbeat to watch a couple of fights. Yeah. And like, it's already on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Probably, boom. Yeah. probably $4.99. Like, I'll probably, I'll probably even give you that. You said what? I'll probably even give them $4.99. Oh, yeah. Easy, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything like right around that cheap range. I would say from ten bucks and down, like I would be like, "Oh yeah, boom, that's yeah, that's no problem." Like I, I will buy that and actually sit there and watch it. Mm-hmm. But like having to get get another app, get uh, another thing somewhere else, stream it off here, get go it over here, and then once you check there, it's just like uh, it, it gets annoying, and it's like I, it, you just don't want to go through the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he could really grow that though if he takes just. I don't know if he's partnered with that Triller guy or whatever, but I think if he takes another route, though, I mean, I think it could, it could be huge. No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, the thing is, is, like, how many boxers get this old, though, and are still capable of doing this? That's another great question. Because um, boxing does not leave you in great health. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And I, I'm wondering if he's, like, it would almost make more sense if he just did a fighting league in general. Mm-hmm. and invited in uh, my guys from uh, like MMA and had like didn't so not really to cross styles yeah just so that you know you could have multiple fights in a night that where it was like hey you know this guy from MMA and blah 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 and then also these two boxers over here fighting if he could even do a like a jujitsu fight in there too so I feel like if he just made like a rings you have to have different rings though that's the only then what is that uh, yeah but that Bro, that venue had they had different stages in there. They had walkout places. I don't know where they where they uh, did that at. Staples Center. Oh, bro, you can put three different rings in a Staples Center. Yeah, easy, easy. Like so, 
plus have an audience there too if you wanted to and so that way you can switch in and out because the upside the upside to that is way greater i think than first of all why would you just giving them these ideas for free yeah they, that's they crazy just email us about this and we'll give them some ideas yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just throwing this out there to them for the free bro joe button would be so disappointed hey, uh <laughs> no free ads yeah, no free ads, no free ideas, bro. But you see what I'm saying? Like, they uh, they have a way. They could really scale that up if they tried to, though. Um, yeah. They just got to find another way to get it out. Yeah, but I, I say within the next few months, we'll see we'll see something soon. See, like, a re- something close to a repeat of this. Uh, oh, yeah. The names are going to be different mm-hmm. on the card, but I think I think we see it probably February at the latest. At the, that's oh, yeah, especially if – Especially if we go into another quarantine. Absolutely. He was talking about. He's like, man, like I'm doing this because, like, if I was sitting at home and had nothing to do, I know people want to see this. Facts, bro. Like, hey, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, like if we have to go into another quarantine, all those stars are gonna be trying to, like, uh, you know, have a money grab, and this would be perfect, like the perfect time. Like, you remember when all those rappers tried to fight each other like years ago, like Chris Brown and Soldier Boy? Yep. Like. This would have been the moment, but to have a league like this, though, for that to actually happen, bro, you're telling me people, I would pay dog on three, four, five, six, seven bucks to sit there and watch that, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, oh, that would just be the purest form of entertainment. So, yeah, I, I think we got more coming to that, too. No, absolutely. And speaking of, uh, of paying for things, apparently the WWE doesn't pay their people enough. Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh, that's a such a great story. Um, Dan, what's what's her what's her name? Um, uh, or do Alina Vega? Alina like, Vega. Okay. Do you do you want to give like the backstory on that? The the first name, but when you said this to me, I was like, wow, this is so dumb. So long. Story, <laughs> this WWE superstar decided that she's not getting paid enough from WWE, and that she was uh-huh. going to be an OnlyFans uh, to get that supplemental income coming in. Right. And. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows WWE doesn't play about breaking contracts. And there okay. Has, there has to be something in this contract that caused her to be fired. Because WWE, yeah. WWE said, nah, you're out. See ya. Exactly. And that's, and that's what was confusing me because I was like, dude, like, I, I wonder what that is because I never want to see the contract in order, like, you know, to speak better on it. But it's like, what could you possibly say to where you can tell somebody – hey, you can't make money off of your likeness anywhere else. Like, I don't know if she was using her stage name or if she was using her real name. That may be, I guess, like the only premise they really have. Because, like, if you can't – that's like, okay. I mean, people sign those 360 deals in, uh, in rap to where they make something off everything. But you can – but that's certain outlets, though. You have outlets that are disassociated from your contract that you can make money off of. Yeah, so but I, like, I think this definitely puts this is definitely a, a negative light to, to put uh, the company in. Yeah, and that and see, and that's what I was saying too. I, I was like, I think it's concerning for athletes, like when they look at this, because they're like, okay, now let's say you don't have as many people that would want to go over to WWE. You know, like some people grow up and they want to become that, mm-hmm. but if they look and see like how they are treated, like they're like, ah, I don't really want to. Uh, like I wouldn't want to be a part of that, especially women. Like, no, those women already, like, they see how those women are glamorized, mm-hmm. like, and how, and how people really flock to them. But now you tell them they can't make more money off of their likeness on the side 
because you you are paying them, but it's not enough. It's like that sounds stupid, bro. Like you, it's per. I feel like it's purposely hurting your brand because if anything, you want to grow that women's side a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the guys are going to come. They've definitely been pushing that over the last few years. Exactly. Because yeah, I think, but, I think it's definitely changed to where if this was if this was early two thousands, I think mm-hmm. they'd be promoting her OnlyFans. I mean, they exactly. Had, yeah. They, I mean, they had so many of these WWE women on like Playboy and like they exactly, were doing bro. like bikini matches, like random stuff like like those kind of things. Like, I think if this was earlier, like. And that's the thing that's kind of backwards to me. It's like, I, I know they've completely gotten away from that now and that's not like anything that they promote. So, but you did at one point, everyone can still pull it up on the internet. I, I still guarantee they still do, bro. Yeah. I guarantee they still use those as talent pools. It's, mm-hmm. there's no way they're just like, Oh, I wonder who's going to pop up today. No, bro. And like, but I feel, yeah, like you said, I feel like it's backwards. Like, they could have used this with such, such an advantage to them, and yet they choose to cut ties. Or they could have just never mentioned it, like, just turn the eye to it. Like, yeah. Like, because you, you know, not everybody knows about her OnlyFans, so they're going to go check it out. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and now all of them, like, you just made her, she's going to be like that one girl that made $2 million in one month. Because, that's, that's so you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you just gave her free promo yeah. for days now. It's not just going to just go away overnight. Like, people are going to at least talk about, uh, talk about this for the next three days on Twitter. Uh, you're going to see, like, a little link or something pop up in your Instagram Explorer about, like, it's going to be something somewhere. I mean, unless that was your intentions, I don't know how that makes it any better for you, WWE, because you don't make any money off of it. Now, yeah, especially now. And you just made <laughs> – you just made. she's probably going to make more than in, like, probably a week than she was making on your whole contract. Exactly. And then, she and then now she's going to go get picked up by a competitor who's going to say, yeah, we don't care. Let's exactly. Go. I already saw people talking about um, some other wrestling. Uh, probably, group, AE, like, probably AEW. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 And so, I was like, first of all, I didn't even know what that is, but I'm like, just the fact that it's, it's on trending on Twitter. That's no coincidence, bro. Yeah. Like I know WWE has been around for a long time, but like, this was definitely a huge mistake on their end, bro. Yeah, I, I, I think I think they played themselves. I, I think they made it made it more of a big deal than they needed to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, uh, oh, speaking of big deals and women, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what were you about to say? I was gonna talk about the Vandy kicker here. Oh, okay, yeah, me too, me too. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Sarah Fuller, a women's soccer goalkeeper for Vandy, and also um, played kicker on Saturday. Got to. Give us a little kickoff. First woman in Power Five um, mm-hmm. football history to to kick or to play, really, but to also to kick. Yes. Uh, uh, hold on. Because Vandy did lose forty-one to nothing. <laughs> so literally, the only time we got to see her was on a uh, kickoff, and yes, it was a squib kick, and people uh, ha- have mixed mixed opinions on this. So, I mean, she, she's following. She's following what. Uh... What her coach told her to do. Yep. You can't really blame her and, for and that. The thing is, like, I even saw, like, Pat McAfee tweeted, um, which, I mean, if anybody knows about kicking, I think Pat, Pat McAfee does. But yeah. he said, like, didn't go, kick didn't go out of bounds. They didn't return it for a touch. Didn't have a chance to return it for a touchdown. And it set up the defense in, in a pretty good spot. Exactly. Like, What else do what, you need? Exactly. That's a kick. Like, 
Um, I do want to point out too in this. So yeah, she is the the first female in a power five, but if anybody does want to know about a very like, I would I say legit player um, that plays college, a female, her name is Tony Harris. Uh, she plays safety for um, the East Los, An- East Los Angeles College. Um, well, now she's at Central Methodist. So and she's been there from 2019 to present day at Central Methodist. She was at East Los Angeles College from 17 to 18. Um, but I remember watching that girl's highlight tape when she first came out. And I was like, because you know, I thought it was just that whole thing. They're like, oh, girl's doing this. No, bro. She's in her land wood, like actually like balling. And I was like, yo, okay. And so she was the first female in college to you know, play whatever. Uh, actually like play um, a position. What do they call it? Skill position. There we go. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so, but this is huge though. I know that girl said she wanted to empower women uh, is what she was saying. And uh, I think we kind of said like, um, she wasn't sure if she was going to play or not that day. Uh, they needed a kicker or somebody in place in case something, and they had a scheme set up for it basically. And um, so she wasn't entirely sure. So that was, I believe her only performance of the whole day. Yeah, uh, was that one good kick? the only kicker listed because their entire um, kicking specialist squad got uh, couldn't play because of COVID. So okay, and you know, okay, this kind of takes us back a little bit to my talk uh, weeks ago about how I feel about you know women playing sports, um, or like playing in men's sports, so on and so forth. Uh, I I see how women could definitely very well play that position in college football. Uh, I don't know why they haven't implemented this before. There's great kickers. Uh, I mean, I guess the only thing you could be concerned about is tackling, but how many times does a kicker have to tackle people? Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, she's 6'2", so like, I think I think she might be able to, to step in front of somebody. Yeah, but it's the, it's the mindset that comes with it. Like, so it, would she actually like get in there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I am, at least enough to trip somebody up. I think she might. She plays goalkeeper. So, like, there's videos yeah. of her, like, having to jump in front of people that are running right at her to yeah. the ball. I mean, that's no pads either. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Honestly, I would almost rather have a rugby chick. Yeah. Now, that's who I would because they kick, tackle, and run the ball, bro. They do the whole shebang. That would probably be – probably be best case scenario for this um and i'm you talk about athletic rugby takes all types of athleticism to do it so uh but i mean not trying to take away from this girl though but uh no i i think it's great um i saw her parents like you know go down there and talk to her and stuff uh i was telling uh taylor i was like i was like her dad now has like ultimate bragging rights at the bar like <laughs> he can be like, yeah, you know, my, my daughter, first player ever playing in the SEC, you know, blah, 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 power five, no big deal. Like it's just, it, it, it's dope. I think for them as a whole. Well, absolutely. I just wonder, you know, is this the last time we're going to see her? Is she going to be out there again? Like what's going to happen there? Cause I, I mean, but, surely they can't, they can't, well, I don't know why they would kick her off. I mean, what do you lose kicking? You know what I'm saying? Well, they need they need help other places, not the kicker. So it's not, <laughs> not her fault. I mean, they lost a 41 nothing to 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 Missouri. So it's yes, like- um, and also I think to uh, 
Well, there was something I was going to say with that. I, I kind of lost my train of thought right there. My, my, uh, th- my thing is a coaching change. So they fire, they fire their coach yeah. the day after this. Well, which- okay. And uh, I kind of saw like mixed reviews on that too. What'd you think about it? So I don't I, So staying on this story, like in talking about the coach, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that said this is a public, a public, sorry, I can't talk, a publicity <laughs> stunt. And, yeah. and, you know, if it is, then so be it. But I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great story. I think it's something that we could see more of and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not against it. And, you know, I saw there's a writer, uh, Jason Whitlock, he used to work for Fox Sports, now writes for uh, OutKick, a media outlet, called it a make-a-wish kick. Like, <laughs> I was, right, right. That's kind of aggressive. But, I mean, you know, if, if that is the thing and then, you know, they didn't get the opportunity to even use her in the game other than the kickoff, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the coach gets fired because of – obviously they have not won a game this year, so that doesn't yeah. help. But you are Vanderbilt playing in the SEC. I don't really know what you expect. Right. So, I mean, and it's a COVID year, like, I don't understand, like, that's the reason, like, other coaches are staying, keeping their job, and they're having terrible years. Yeah, because it's, right, and that's, and that's, well, that's what I'm saying, I saw some mixed reviews on him being fired, because some people believe, you know, okay, it was his move to do that, to bring the girl on, was a way to almost kind of, like, he kind of knew this was coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, some say that, and some say, uh, you know, that they're glad that he's gone because they haven't had a winning year uh, or they haven't been doing a lot of winning. And then others say that it was a bad move because he was a great coach given the situation of what you just said. It's Vendy in the SEC. Dude, the, you're like a lot of people consider him to be like an Ivy League school of the South. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have that, name the last time you saw an Ivy League school competing uh for a playoff position never yeah you know what i mean it's nobody even considers those games because they're like i mean that's not what those people are there for there's people that simply go to college one because they have to um in order to make it to the nfl but that's all they're there for is to ball they're not there for learning and this that and the third that's second like so Vandy is completely different. They're there for the learning and in return, they also play sports. <laughs> <You know? that's, laughs> I don't understand. Like James Franklin, who's now the Penn state coach, obviously did really well at Vandy. Did a great job. In okay. you know, retrospect, ret- retrospectively speaking here. Yeah. He, he did good. And that's how he ended up getting the Penn state job from Vandy, you know, and then they bring in Mason down there at Vanderbilt. And obviously that, that ended today, but mm-hmm. I mean, who do they get now? Like, I don't, I don't see Vandy being the school that goes and gets one of these middle tier coaches that are really well, that are doing really well, like a coastal Carolina coach or a, or a Hugh freeze at Liberty who, who is, you know, beating everybody undefeated teams and uh, right. Liberty has one loss now, but um, all, they're having great seasons. They're not going to pull these big name coaches and, and you say, Hey, your first shot at a, at a big school is going to be Vanderbilt. Right. right. That's, I, in my opinion, that's setting up a coach for failure. And I think a lot of coaches would view it that way too. And they're like, ah, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I don't want my first stint in the SEC to be that. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> I, I would rather, I would rather go take a, another garbage school like, like Kansas. I'd rather go play, be the Kansas football coach where I know it's not going to be a good job, but I'm not playing Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Les Miles. Well, that you're basically saying what he just did. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's why he's there. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he made this – what, he was 
He was at what SEC school was he at? Was that Georgia? No, he was at LSU. LSU, yes, okay. And uh yeah, and he now he's up there at Kansas though, trying to make them into something, which I don't know why, but anyway, that's basketball. That's a basketball school. Yeah. That's what they're gonna be. Take your three wins a year, if that, and keep it moving, bro. Get yeah. people a look. And that anyway. and that's what, that's what Vandy needs to realize. They're good at everything else. Just like you're okay, it's okay to not be good at football. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at the division you play in, bro. Like you're not exactly you're not gonna be good. And also the SEC is not going to petition for you to be put out because you make too much money for the SEC. Like, and you have too many uh, top talent uh, as far as like scholarship, you know, those, those road scholars and this, that, and that, they go to Vandy that looks good. So at the end of the year when they're doing awards, like, you know, Vandy's racking up six academic, seven academic awards at a, let's say 10, you know, then it's like, you know, makes the SEC look great. So they're not going to get rid of you for that reason. So just accept reality and be like, this is who we are. And let's keep going. And, and literally, like, as, as a Vanderbilt, like, coach, I think your only job should be to beat Tennessee because that's an inside <laughs> rivalry. And then <laughs> compete with Kentucky. Uh, I, I would almost rather – I could see the last one, compete with Kentucky. But I would even say the same. Just compete with Tennessee. Yeah. There's no way that Tennessee shouldn't be better than what they are. No reason. Like, that game shouldn't even be close. Yeah, but Tennessee, Tennessee lets their fan base run their, run their program. Because their, yeah. their fan base says it feels like 98 every year. They have to go, yeah. they have to go undefeated. They can't yeah. lose games. Knowing they play Georgia, Alabama, and Florida every single season. Also, they let uh, – this is my thing, too. I still don't understand why they let the top talent – Go away in their state. Dude, there's no reason. Tennessee is down the street. They grew up watching Tennessee football. Like, at least get the top five guys. Uh, Not every single one of them, but make a valid pursuit of the top five. And then go from there. Like, how hard is that? It's a drive down the street. Like now, I think now the biggest thing with Tennessee football is these kids grow up seeing you suck. Yeah, so like, yeah. So Dude, there's kids, kids that have chosen to go to Chattanooga over going to UT. Yep. Top, top talent. That what? Like that should not happen. No, it's 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 so. Oh, and we should specify for some people because I know somebody might look this up and they see UT uh, and they'll see two UTs. There is a UT Chattanooga and then there's a UT Knoxville. Knoxville is the one that's orange. Chattanooga is what the mocks or whatever the moccasins. Blue, blue and yellow, different. They're yeah, like blue, blue and yellow, like some, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it's it, but you, they're D one. Yeah, like you said, I think like D one double A. But people have chosen to go to Chattanooga over Knoxville, and I just think that's insane to me. That Tennessee allowed it to happen. They probably thought they were like, oh, if you want to choose there, then go there. That's no, that's dumb. Yeah, especially like from a lineman perspective, I think like they uh, what they've had like like two linemen like go out or something like that. It's just like, you know, you could have those spots filled if you would have uh, you know pursued people in this area. Well, the the other thing is like, I know top guys from like Middle Tennessee area, they went to, I mean, one of them plays at Ohio State, Master T. He's one of the running backs at Ohio State. He played at Blackman in in Murfreesboro. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know Oakland and Murfreesboro, who was consistently in a state championship game, if not the semifinal, they had guys go to LSU. But, oh, Blackman, uh, we, we just got uh, – Oklahoma just got one of uh, Blackman's corners. Oh, what's his name? Something Washington. Uh, he's starting freshman year. So, like, exactly. Like, none of those – it's like, Tennessee, why did – he was right down the street. That's, that's an hour and a half drive. Yep. And he chose – Said nope. I'm gonna go to Oklahoma, twelve hours away. Like I appreciate it, but no thanks. <laughs> thanks for the look, though. Because <laughs> these kids are seeing that this team sucks. Like they're just digging a hole for themselves, and they can't get themselves out of it. And because they also fire a coach every three seasons, because right. And they also think that uh, everything that Florida just throws at them is amazing. I don't know why that they go to t- to Florida a lot to recruit, which I get. It's a great state for recruiting. Yeah, but, but when you're but when you're competing with Florida State, Miami, Florida, USF, UCF. Yeah, bro. We continue. We can go to FIU, FAU. Like, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're not you're not you're not getting top talent out of there because no, dude. Those, when those schools I just named doesn't get don't get top talent, they're going to Georgia, they're going to Alabama, they're going to LSU. They do yeah. like the now Texas A and M just being in the. Uh, in the SEC, has now taken a lot of Texas's uh, talent, like University of Texas, mm-hmm. taking their talent just for the fact that they're in the SEC. When they used to be the little bro of the little bro. Yeah. Like, and so now that's even – people would rather go from Texas – I mean, rather go from Florida to Texas A&M and compete in the SEC, and they'll say no thanks to Tennessee because they get to be in Texas right there, play it, like you said, LSU, so on and so forth. Well, in Ohio State, Ohio State's taking a lot of Texas people. They have a lot yeah. of J.K. Dobbins, who's now in the NFL playing for the Ravens. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they have uh, – the, Oklahoma, we take all their players too, though. Yeah, well, well that's fair. But mm-hmm. the quarterback, uh, not for this upcoming class, I think the 2022 class, he's the number one quarterback, five-star. He decommitted mm-hmm. from Texas to commit to Ohio State. And now, now three other five stars from Texas receivers have committed to Ohio State. Look, man. See, but okay, Texas is almost. Uh, they could do that though. They they could almost get away with that. Tennessee cannot. No. You, okay, because like I mean, you've seen high school football in Texas. Uh, Doug, on almost all of their uh, three rosters, like their depth chart, you go down three rows. All those guys get scholarships, yeah. And at least in North Texas. But I mean, the thing is with the University of Texas, like Oklahoma is taking guys. You mm-hmm. have Ohio State taking guys. You know, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Georgia. Right. Those guys are still getting those. Even probably some USC out west and, and mm-hmm. Notre Dame possibly. But then A and M is taking a lot being in the SEC. Exactly, and they take Texas, a ton. Tech is still getting some in-state talent. Baylor's still getting in-state talent. TCU mm-hmm. is taking good in-state talent. Right. Kind of like playing fifth place at this point at that. Yeah. Um, well, see, it helps them, too, as far as – I mean, I, we kind of shifted a little bit. But it helps them, too, though, like since they, had, they competed for the Big 12 championship a couple of years in a row now. Um, but they, they're really big on that. That was that Sam Ellinger guy mm-hmm. at their QB. I think as much as this pains me, um, they if they switched him out – I do think they would be a lot better. They believe in him too much. That's just me. Uh, he's a terrible passer, but he has a lot of heart, and he runs hard when he gets the ball. Uh, but that's their biggest issue. If you look at their defense and stuff, though, they look fantastic. I don't know where all those guys are from recruiting-wise. 
Uh, I'm just saying that they, they're, they're knocking them on their own selves in the foot, putting themselves in that fifth position, as you were saying. Like, because TCU is putting their best talent out there. Uh, as you said, Texas A&M is going to get people just simply, they say, we're the SEC. Do you want to play or not? Uh, so that's their biggest thing is TCU, Oklahoma, um, and, yeah, SEC, like, taking their players. Um, yeah, we kind of swung away from uh, Texas, from Tennessee, though. But Tennessee's problem is almost not – well, not identical. They, they just don't pursue the people. They don't even go after them. Like, uh, I've, I've just kind of talked to uh, some of my friends that are more involved in, like, high school football and stuff. Like, they know people from back home that are, like, that are ranked. Like, you look them up, they're ranked. And then, uh, but they'll say like, no, Tennessee never even said a word to them. Like they still haven't. And they're like, you know, it's ending their junior year. No, Tennessee hadn't said anything. Senior year football has started. No, they hadn't said a word. And you're like, this dude is ranked in your state. Yep. Uh, and then, and then like, let alone like kids will win like Mr. Football and like <laughs> in the state of Tennessee. And then mm-hmm. like, Tennessee doesn't even like call them. Yeah. It, that, that's crazy, dude. Uh, that actually happened. So when I was coming out of school, um, I well, I don't know. I need to get this story right. But I'm pretty sure our running back, though, from my uh, sophomore year. So he um, he was offered by all these people and stuff. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Tennessee never officially offered him. I think they talked to him, though, but never officially offered him. But he won Mr. Football, Gatorade Player of the Year, like that whole thing. And then, bro, he ended up getting hurt. So he had to go to another school, a uh, smaller school. Uh, but just the fact that Tennessee never said anything, you know, as far as like officially, yeah. if, uh, if I remember that correctly. So they've been at this for years. That's at least 10, 11 years of doing that. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, look at guys that are like – I can name NFL guys right now that are from Tennessee that did not even come here. Uh, Harrison Smith plays for the Vikings, one of the best mm. safety in the NFL, played at Notre Dame. From Knoxville, played at Knoxville Catholic in high school, <laughs> right down the road. Uh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Florida State. Wait, is he really from Tennessee? Yeah, he's Middle Tennessee. Want to say he played at uh, like Brentwood Academy, Franklin Road Academy, somewhere in the Nashville area. Somewhere Dang, in- okay, I didn't know that. Florida State. <laughs> Tennessee is just—they just want to be trash. Um, we kind of got onto them. Well, what we said, uh. Oh, that oh takes us back to Vandy. I think Vandy should just they should just be able to compete with Tennessee and compete with Kentucky, and then that's, that's too unrealistic pressure on. I feel like on a coach to say like you should beat Tennessee and then also just compete with Kentucky. Just I mean they should accept they're probably going to be in the bottom each year. Yes, this is kind of how that's going to go. But I mean, play hard. Then that sounds so sucky when you actually hear that out loud. Yeah, hey, but man, I mean, just give your best. Ultimately, like, if you're in that position, like, you cannot expect to win. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, if you do, it's great, but don't expect it. Mm-hmm. Because um, you're playing. Like, they literally are stuck. So, their schedule guaranteed every single season. They have Georgia. They have Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky. That's, that's their guaranteed five. Yeah. Then they still have to draw from the West, which could be Auburn, could be LSU, could be mm-hmm. Alabama, could be yeah. Ole could be Mississippi State, and they do they guarantee play Missouri as well. That's another one. But then they also could play Arkansas. 
Well, and also Missouri has those pop-up years where they, they are fantastic. Literally. Like, and they're just on it. So you take a chance at that too. Also, I want to say this. Uh, Kelly Bryant does not play in the NFL, and that is a travesty and should be illegal. I don't know how on God's green earth Kelly Bryant is not playing in the NFL when you got people like Kirk Cousins starting. That is insane to me, bro. Like, Kelly Bryant, Kirk Cousins. Bro, like, that's that's ridiculous. I just wanted to point that that, out. That just shows you what happens when you leave an NFL factory like Clemson to go to Missouri. And then you just don't get the production. You don't. You don't get. You don't get to have the the spotlight. Oh, dude, that you're telling me that guy couldn't at least get in on like the supplementary draft. He can't. I so I think with this, it, he couldn't go on somebody's supplementary draft or be on somebody's practice squad. Like that dude should be playing somewhere. I I, I don't get how. He hadn't been picked up. It just does not make sense in my head at all. Um, so I wish him the best. If he ever hears this podcast, Kelly Bryant, though I wasn't really a fan of you, bro, I still do wish you the best because you are good. Yeah, hey, <laughs> the NFL, the NFL makes no sense. He actually it doesn't. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a job, bro. That's so wild. Yeah. I, Kid's I a know. bum. Dude, the Broncos for Sunday's game against the Saints. I yeah, just, dude, I didn't get to watch any football today. None at all. Zero quarterbacks. Who? The Broncos had zero quarterbacks. They had, what happened? So Jeff Driscoll, I guess, has COVID or was exposed to COVID or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they said they, the NFL claimed the entire Broncos quarterback room was exposed to COVID, so they could not no, – none of them were eligible to play. So they <laughs> – What? Yeah. So they literally had to call up a receiver from the practice squad who played quarterback at Wake Forest in college to be their quarterback today. That's insane. Also, okay, uh, the, I knew the Saints did something like that uh, with Hill. Yeah, with instead Hill, of because because Drew Brees has eleven fractured ribs. Yeah. And, okay, but why in the hell would they not let uh, Jameis play? Jameis throws the ball to the other team more than he throws his own teammates. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, uh, that he'll do that. He is fantastic. I mean, he's, oh he's kind of bounced around a quarterback, you know, like and Quarterback, receiver, receiver, running back. Punt, punt return. Mm-hmm. Punt block. Yeah, that dude does everything. He's the ultimate utility guy in football. Yeah, but the Broncos did lose 31-3 to because they had no quarterback. Because of that. <laughs> dude, can you imagine? Hold on. This dude's his butthole had to pucker up when he got the phone call. Like he's like he's probably happy, like, oh yeah, I'm going, yeah, yeah, bet I'm activated. Cool. Yeah, but to play quarterback though. And you're he was like starting. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and you're starting. Oh yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Like <laughs> he yeah. was like, yo, uh no. <laughs> no, I cannot. I can't do this. Oh, man. Can you imagine him calling his parents? He's like, hey, look, don't ask a whole lot of questions because I don't have a whole lot of answers. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> hey, I'm actually starting against the uh, against the tomorrow if you want to watch. <laughs> yeah. If you want to turn it on, uh, I will be out there. Gosh, dude. 
that dude didn't even know anybody. Just think about it. He probably just walked up there. Well, he probably knew him somewhat, probably, but like. He probably got Jeremy landed by security. Like, yeah, he was this dude. <laughs> not, you're yeah, not who coming, are you? Not coming in the stadium. Get out of here. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, bro. Hey, and no fans allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Relax, bro. Just stay right there. Just hold on. Uh, I'm sure like the line, they probably looked at him and were like, look, man, uh, we're just going to do our best and uh, you do your best, okay? And let's get out of here. Bro, but playing, playing the Saints as your first game, that defense is good. Yeah. It's not that's, like you played the Jets. Like if you played the yeah. Jets in the first game, we're talking you might have a chance. But like <laughs> the Saints, oh, yeah, that not even close. Uh, wait, who, who did you say earlier got beat? Uh, four, was it 41-something? 41-0 or something like that? Or was that a college game? Yeah, that was Vandy. Yeah, Never that mind. was Vandy. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a uh, – who won – oh, who won the Tennessee game? Tennessee Colts, I believe. I, Derrick, Derrick Henry gave the Colts the business. There we go. There we go. That's good for business. He had, he had three touchdowns and over 100 yards in the first half. Wait, what was the score, though? So, the final ended up being 45 to 26. Okay. Well, yeah. So the Titans sense. figured out their, uh, their special teams and, and were able to, to get the job done. But Yeah. Um, there's, but, uh, I mean, that was, they were fighting for like the AFC South, huh? Yeah. So, the Titans now had the lead for that. Um, the, the big game that I liked, uh, I watched a lot of, was the Cardinals and Patriots. Um, Patriots oh. ended up beating the Cardinals, which was kind of interesting because Cam, Cam threw a late pick with the game tied at 17, gave the ball back to the Cardinals, and the Cardinals didn't score late. And the way did Kyler play? He did, but he did not run at all because he got hurt last week with that shoulder injury. So, like, mm. he only threw the ball. And Larry Fitzgerald was out. So, I mean, took away a key weapon there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and when I think Lamar Jackson didn't play this week either, did he? <sighs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if they let him play. Uh, more... Oh, they're supposed to play tomorrow? They're supposed to play Tuesday. Um, yeah. But wait, that's the makeup game, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, dude, they gotta let them play. They gotta let them play. More COVID cases as of Sunday afternoon from the Ravens, key defensive players. So <laughs> I just I don't see this game. I don't see this game happening. James Conner, the starting running back for the Steelers, has it. Um, I know both running backs from Baltimore had it. Lamar had it. Um, you know, well, you can uh, tell me if this is true. So uh, one of my friends told me today they were like that. Uh, they've seen that the NFL has been fining people, bro, mm-hmm. for like having COVID or like stuff like that. So the Saints, the Saints got fined $500,000 and lost a draft pick for their celebration that they had after the, after they beat the Bucks. Dude, here's my, just cancel the season, bro. Why are you doing this to people? Like, it's, they get to tackle each other, run around, hit each other, breathe in each other's faces on the field. But a celebrate, dude. That's like uh, it. It doesn't make any sense at this point, mm-hmm. like at all. It's all some you got to get money from somewhere, you know. Yeah, it's like, dude. It's it doesn't make sense. Like that's that's my only. That's all I can really go back to is it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's like these guys. You you tell them to opt out if they don't feel safe, but then you take money from them there. They do play, then you still take money from them because they didn't do this or they didn't do that. Like, it's just – you just want to take money from them. Just say you don't want to pay them. Like, that's all I can really think of at this point because it doesn't even make sense. 
no, I, I agree. And, and I don't, I don't see it getting any better. It's going to get worse before it gets better because people are just going to keep getting fined and they're going to, I don't know. We've had a lot of, a lot of cases come up, a lot of games have been moved around. So hopefully we can just make it to the end. I mean, we're this close. This is what, like week 12. So, I mean, like, let's get through these last few weeks. February is going to be Super Bowl. Like, let's just get it done. We're almost. Yeah, but you, but you know that they're not going to, can you, okay, if they're this stringent right now, imagine a Super Bowl where they don't let players play because of positive testing. Just take that in. Let's imagine, hypothetically, Lamar Jackson makes it to the mm. Super Bowl. Same situation happens, supposed to be on a Tuesday, and they tell them, hey, he can't play. Mm. And you, what do you do, opt out of the Super Bowl? Like postpone the Super Bowl? Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah, that's that doesn't. I don't think that. Ha- I don't think they can do that because that's the other thing. Is like, how are you going to have a Super Bowl with no fans, bro? You know how much money? Oh no, money's going to be lost if they do no fans. Well, see, bro, we we honestly might be in a quarantine then, though, because remember uh, that would be the the presidential switch by then, mm-hmm. and Joe Biden said uh, that possible six to eight weeks, possibly. Oof. So that I mean that would be right within that time period. Yeah, yeah, it's only a couple. It's only it's gonna be like two weeks, maybe three weeks after the after the presidential switch will be the Super Bowl. So at yeah. least at least we will have a college football ch- the national champion before then. Thank God. Right, right, right. But are they gonna let people go watch that though? It's in Miami, so I don't, I don't, I don't see them having any restrictions there. It yeah, seems Miami. Like, bro, well, it seems like a lot of these big cities are just not caring at this point. No, 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 no. big southern cities. Yes, northern I- cities. New York just went back on a lockdown. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia just went back yeah, on lockdown. Yeah. I, should have, I should have stayed in Southern City. <laughs> yeah. And L.A., they're, they're talking about completely shutting down again, too. Even though they had opened up the city 20% or whatever. Yeah, that's stupid. I, Denver? I, I, see, uh, I see videos and pictures and stuff of Nashville, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, they're open. No, 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 bro. It's, 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 it's not. No. Uh, so, yes, you can walk around Nashville. Yes, you can go out, but no, they're pretty strict because, dude, we have these things called uh, compliance officers. And uh, I don't know if everybody has this. So you can actually, like, uh, if they walk into a venue and they feel that it's an unsafe venue, like people are, like, the workers aren't wearing their mask and cleaning stuff off, they can shut it down. That's crazy. I definitely yeah. saw um, videos on uh, Snapchat of people at, like, raids with, like, hundreds of people and, like, at a bar with hundreds of people, no mask. Now, all that they guy. say, they say, I don't want to, I'll text you the, the bar separately. I don't want to put this out there. So yeah. just in case, let's say this episode really takes off and then, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but yeah, there is this one bar though, a, a big time bar that like a lot of people would know. Um, they are very loose on the rules until the compliance officers pop up. And it's only been the fact that like, so the, Compliance officers don't have to tell you that they're one. They can have their badge on them, but they can have it like, they can just have like a jacket on and just be walking around. Um, And then they can be like, hey, I need to speak to a manager and then go from there with shutting it down. But but they, most of them, they say have just kind of presented themselves like, hey, I'm a compliance officer. Uh, I would like to walk around, you know, with your manager. So in that time, they tell people like, because, what they're doing over there is they're skipping. So they're having people that just want to sit down, sit on the main floor. They're skipping their other levels 
and on the rooftop to letting people do whatever, stand around, drink, hang out. But as soon as these people come in, they have to be in a seat though somewhere. And then as soon as those people are gone, it's like, Hey, music goes off. Everyone find a seat. Like, well, yeah, basically they they just sit down and like they pretend. And apparently that's, so there were some people that work with me. Uh, They were actually over here one night when all this happened and they were like so crazy because, because everybody actually found a seat in time and they just walked through and then they went on with with their day. Uh, And then everybody was kind of, you know, back to like party and standing up wise. The music didn't stop, but like standing up. So uh, other than that, though, no, I mean, most places are taking it pretty serious just because, like, they're so tired of having to be, like, 20%, 20%. Dude, lines are so long outside of places because everybody wants to be normal, but so many, like, of the business people are scared because they're like, I mean, I don't want to take a chance on us being shut down completely because of me saying, you know what, screw it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so stuff like that. So it's a little deceiving. Uh, on videos now atlanta is completely wide open like <laughs> there's no no they're wide open dude uh houston was like that they tried to do a little shutdown but now they're wide open too um i've actually been to atlanta in this time period and it was just as if it was another day nothing else like you know so yeah I, southern states are they're they're not feeding into the bs but uh all the northern ones are like oh my gosh so yeah, it's going to be wild, but it's going to be interesting to see how all this turns out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully we get a Super Bowl. Hopefully, we, we make it through. Yeah. Hey, we're getting college football, and hopefully, we get a Super Bowl. Because Super Bowl's in Florida, too. So, that'll be – we'll see what happens there. I think oh, yeah. it's Tampa. So, hope, so. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but we got to get there first. But, I mean, yeah. not that was a pretty crazy weekend. Good, good to be back from the holidays, but – hopefully uh have some good content coming forward on oh uh, yeah so yeah we'll be back uh what next wednesday so uh come out come with you guys uh come out with an episode on thursday for you yeah oh yeah and uh we may may hopefully have a guest on uh at some point soon but it may be next week we don't know for sure though but uh so be on the lookout for that as well and uh yeah also okay uh, if you guys do end up, this is something I want to talk to you too about, bro. Uh, but we can talk about this more off of this. Um, but if you guys um, do go over and watch our YouTube uh, video of this and listen to the podcast on there, uh, put a comment down there and let me know that you watch it on there because we're getting like this weird thing with the views to where like, even let's say like, for instance, if people watch it, unless they're watching like, the full duration of it like it's not letting them uh it's not counted as a view unless it is the full duration uh, let's say like you start and stop it start and stop it you know like you leave it and come back it's not counted for some reason i don't know weirdest thing i noticed it today uh as i was sitting here with taylor so just a side note so that way we know you guys are there uh yeah leave a comment just let us know yeah for sure and also um, shout out to all of our listeners, not in the United States, coming from uh, our anchor stats that they're showing us here. We got oh yeah, who's listening to us. So mad respect to you guys. We definitely yes, appreciate it. we appreciate it. So Again, all right, I, anything else, bro? Anything yeah, else you got? Keep uh, keep sending ideas that you guys want to hear us talk about. You know, we we've we've covered a, a wide variety of things in <laughs> the, the nine episodes we've we've had, but 
Um, keep, keep sending us ideas. Let us know what you want to hear and we'll keep talking about it. But uh, that's it, guys. We, we do appreciate it. Keep sharing this podcast. We need, we need to share this more. Um, yeah. So that we get more people in here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's all we got for you guys. Everyone enjoy the beginning part of their week and we will talk to you guys on Thursday. Till next time. Till next time.